Welcome back to the Fitness Efficient Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about fitness and relationships. Yes, we got to talk about this because I just feel that it's not something that's really talked about to the extent that we're going to talk about today. And I have a special guest and it's my girl, Debet. She's a fitness coach as well. She's in the fitness industry. Debet, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up? What's up, Nicole? Thank you so much for having me on tonight. I'm super excited to be here. My name is Debet. If you guys feel more comfortable, you you guys can call me D. I'm just so happy to talk about this topic because I feel like we don't necessarily put fitness and relationships together, but it has so much to do with each other, Mm. you know, and it affects our relationships. It affects how we interact with other people. And so just to give you guys a background on me, I am 26 years old. I also have my own podcast. I'm trying to bring it into Spotify soon. So be on the lookout for that. But, you know, I'm all about helping others get out of their own way. You know, we Mm -hmm. step in our own way so many times. And, Mm -hmm. you know, often we need that motivation. We need that support. And that's why I'm so happy Nicole has me here tonight. Of course. and. This was something that I've experienced not that long ago. We should, we spoke about this a little earlier. We had we got a little bit uh, interrupted. How do you feel about dating somebody that doesn't prioritize fitness as much as you do? Mm, see, I think that's a great question. You know, a year ago, I probably would have told you I didn't care just because I myself didn't care about my own health, my fitness journey. But after getting into fitness for about a year now, I got to say it has everything to do with everything. Like I can't Mm -hmm. see myself not dating somebody or being friends with someone who has negative habits, who doesn't Mm -hmm. care about themselves. Chances are, if you don't care about yourself, how are you going to care about me? It's like, okay, you know, you're having a bad day. My go-to is let's have a little workout. Your go-to might be, hey, let's get a bottle of Henny on a Monday. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I feel like that's going to take me back to that dark space. So I'm very cautious with that. What about you? What do you think about it? I think me personally, from my experience, from the previous person that I was with, dating somebody that doesn't prioritize their health. Like, you know what this person told me? They told me they haven't worked out in 12 years. What? I'm sorry. What? That's crazy. It's not like they were just they had no disability. They had they were perfectly fine. They were perfectly mobile. Granted, this person didn't have the finances to invest in a gym, but that's also not an excuse because you can do home workouts, right? A lot of, of people course. start doing home workouts. So, I found myself being with this person. This person used to smoke a lot of weed. They just had different priorities, right? So they would be, for example, this person would rather drink. I don't understand. Like this person would have money to drink, right? To drink alcohol, but they didn't have money to eat food, to buy priorities. Like, I'm sorry. How does that, I don't even know how that even works. And I just think that sometimes we settle. And I found myself settling for this person And I didn't like the person that I was becoming. I started smoking a lot of weed. 
And then I stopped going to the gym. Like it started off me just not going one day. One day turned into two days. Three days turned into four. Now, five weeks later, I'm just like, yo, I haven't gone to the week to the gym in five weeks. And if you know me, I train like a beast. Like I train six right. days a week. I go in. So it's like you think- went from every day, six days a week to five weeks of not being in the gym. Yo, it, and yeah. I was so depressed. And the reason that I was doing this, because I was just like, damn, you know, like, I want to spend more time with this person. So I want to FaceTime them more. You know, I want to be around them more. So I stopped taking care of myself to mm. make myself more available to someone else. You know, you were prioritizing mm-hmm. him over yourself at this point. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm talking Spanish. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Listen. Let me program my brain back to English. I'm programming. I'm Dominican. We, we speak that Spanglish over here sometimes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Nicole, I think that that is so crazy how being with somebody can have such influence on us, you know? Oh because God. I'm not going to lie, girl. I went through the same thing. In my last mm-hmm. relationship, his thing was drinking. So I went from not being much of a drinker to now every day I got to have at least a beer, <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. to function. Mm-hmm. And you start to kind of feel disgusted physically. Like you feel oh my like God, you're not yes. lazy, right? I felt so sluggish. I was running every day. Like I also do CrossFit. So I was running every day at the gym. I, like I was just working out a lot. And I had problems with my ankle, but it wasn't to the point where like I could, like I was just like, I couldn't work out at all. I just made that my main excuse to not work out because my ankle wasn't broken. Like it was a little sprained, yeah, but it wasn't to the point where it was excruciating that I couldn't do anything. Like I was still able to do things. I just decided right. not to. Me personally, I've mentioned this before on my podcast. I'm very transparent. I have bipolar disorder and I have bipolar disorder. One of the things that helps me a lot is working out, specifically doing cardio type of workouts, like running, like exercises that are going to raise my heart rate. And I'm just going to get that. I'm going to get that dopamine feel, right? That dopamine feel, like that that feeling that you get, like right after a good workout, like that good sweat, like that feeling, that has been so important to me. And I just stopped doing it. And I just stopped, yo, I stopped posting content on Instagram. I didn't want to be on Instagram. I just wanted to be talking to this person on FaceTime all the time. Oh, so it's kind of like you were losing that identity. Yeah. You know, Nicole's not even posting on Instagram anymore. No. Then I started hating fitness too. Why did you feel like you hated it? Was it more of a feeling of guilt maybe? Like I started questioning it, like damn, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to be a trainer? Do I really want to work out? Is this something that I really want to do? And I was just questioning this. And, you know, he kind of noticed too. He he did notice that I started changing and he didn't like it. He didn't like it, but he wasn't willing to make changes to his to himself neither. Like, okay. So right, maybe, we should, like- maybe we shouldn't be dating then. Right? Exactly. You know, like if you don't like it, then let's both get our shit together. You know, right. instead it was more like he noticed it, but wasn't trying to change himself or work on himself. Right. 
And like this person was unemployed, smoking weed all day, you know, barely had money to eat, to feed his child. I was so depressed. And I feel so, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, the concept of decentering yourself from men. Okay. Not making men the center of your universe. Actually, making nobody the center of your universe. But I also think that if you're not fully healed, if you're not healed from previous relationships, if you're not confident in who you are, if you're not afraid of somebody leaving you, because that was my thing too. I used to have a lot of abandonment issues. Oh, yes. I find myself, so because I have abandonment issues, I find myself making myself more likable, doing things that I don't want to do to please that other person. Like, what the hell? Like, I, I love working out. I've been doing this for four years. Like, this changed my life. And I'm all out of the blue. I'm just like, I don't want to post on social media. I hate social media. You started questioning just, the things that you once enjoyed. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, what's the point? It's not going to get any likes. It, whatever. I don't care. I just want to smoke weed. And, and that's it. Not do anything. See, and it's like, I, I feel you 100% on that one. I've been in relationships where it's like, okay, now... I'd rather be laid up next to you because I myself have abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not lose you. I'd rather lose myself than to lose you. And that's the unhealed version of me talking. The he- the person that's healing within me now, I'm realizing when this person leaves, I'm left with nothing. And I was yeah. like, okay, they left me. What do I have to show for it? I haven't been working out. Mm-hmm. You know? Girl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's how I felt right afterwards. Right afterwards, I'm not going to get into the details about this person's finances because that's their business. But I was giving this person money. I was investing more in this person than in my own business, than in myself. I would be buying this person like not only food for for him, but also his child, who's not my child. Like, what? Wow. You were in a way... I would say it kind of felt more like a mother-son relationship. Oh, girl. Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. Right. And after that, I was just, I just realized that I'm just like, wow, I left this person. I gave this person over a thousand dollars and now I have nothing. I have nothing to show for it. The only thing I got, you know what? The only thing that I got from that person was a little Naruto hoodie. If y'all, wow. got, if y'all don't know what y'all don't know Naruto is an anime. Yup, they were an anime nerd, so that's all I got. And I ain't giving it back because I like the hoodies. So <laughs> you, you want your hoodie back? You're gonna have to give me back eight them thousand dollars that you owe me. Yup, <laughs> you know. But it's just that it made me realize that I cannot be with somebody that doesn't take their health seriously. Now you don't have to have abs. Like nobody's asked, nobody's saying you got to have 10% body fat. Nobody's saying you have to do like, you got to deadlift like 600 pounds. Like I'm not even asking you for that. But knowing that valuing health, your health. Exactly. You know, just valuing yourself. Even mm-hmm. if it's going on a walk to clear your mind. Right. Because what people got to realize is people have this idea of fitness where they say, oh, I want to go to the gym so I can look good. 
If we right. all go into that mindset, you're oh never going to accomplish that goal. Mm-hmm. It's all about how about I go to the gym and work out so I can feel good. Mm-hmm. And everything else will come with it. You're going to get the reward. But we all got to mm-hmm. get out this mindset of, oh, you know, fitness is just to make me look good. No, you want to use it to help you mentally, emotionally, physically. It's a way to, to be in tune with yourself. And if you're not in tune with yourself, how can you be in tune with anybody else? Absolutely. Absolutely. When this person told me that they have not worked out in 12 years, I was just like, what? Ironically, they were like, yeah, but I'm mad tone. And I'm just like, child, you are not tone. Like, you might look tone, but that's because you're you're very malnourished. He, like, you got abs because you're very, you're very slim, very small. And you right. look like you, you got to eat. But I digress. I'm not going to be body shaming people because body shaming is not something that I, I don't support that. But no, of course. But it's but just the like, truth is, like, I, I even had a girl on my Instagram post, like, I weigh the same amount of, I weighed last year. But mm-hmm. the difference is now I actually look fit because I work out. I don't look so skinny and sick. Right. And I'm like, whoa, that's so true. Because the weight, the scale be lying to us. Oh, you could, your scale can tell you one number and you could look a whole different way. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you have muscle. That's true. Yeah. And so, you know, what you were saying earlier, you were saying working out for yourself. And I think that that is that is very important because when here's the thing before that person, I used to date another guy and. Basically, he told me that I looked too fat to be a coach, basically. And so that never went away. You know what he told me? That my services should be free because I don't have the body. I'm I'm so serious. He told me that my services should be free because I don't have the body that's worth investing in like one of my programs. According to him, that's what that's his opinion. And so, and, and, that, and I would not to interrupt you, but I just want to tell you, I'm so happy to know you didn't let that get to you to the point where you gave up 100%. No, because I, a lot of people would have let that shit get to them. And let me tell you something like, it's kind of hard not to. And up, up until not that long ago, I. I, I kept pushing myself at the gym. I wanted to lose weight so bad so I can show this person, like, look, look at me. Like, I, I lost the weight trying to impress him. For what? Why would I need to impress someone else other than myself? I was putting myself down a lot. Like, I was putting myself down a lot because I would be judging my performance. Oh, like, nah, that's not going to impress him. That's not right. That- and so I was so miserable. You weren't even doing it for you anymore. No. Like when I was in my when I did my first cut, I did it for myself. But it's been challenging for me this second time around to lose the weight. And so I just was being really hard on myself, trying to impress, trying to prove to this guy that I can lose weight, trying to like, oh, look at me now, look at me now. And this guy never even took me seriously. He he strung me along for two years, and I'm over here trying to impress somebody who doesn't even want to be in a relationship with me. This person was polyamorous. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, yes, I am. 
yeah, basically dating multiple people and, you know, to each their own. I'm not going to judge you, but at the same time, like, I personally, that's not something that I don't want to be with somebody that's polyamorous. Of course not. Girl, listen, I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're Spanish. You're Puerto Rican. I'm Dominican. We don't play yeah. that. <laughs> no, we territorial. We real. Exactly. If you, if I share my body with you, you're mine. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So this person, I'm not fully over it yet. I'm going to say that it's been helpful that I don't talk to them anymore. You know what's funny, Devet? That now, out of nowhere, they're liking my posts now. Because mm, you see, you're healing. You ever realize when you start your healing journey, and this is also where fitness and relationships go hand in hand. Because mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're in that healing stage, every relationship you attract, you're gonna want that person to to have healthy, you know, habits. So right. it's crazy that now that you're working on you. Here comes the temptation. You know, yeah. the, the enemy's trying to trick you again, like sending you exactly. somebody who was not good for you. Yeah. And so now they're looking at my stories because, you know, like, like I've been posting as of recently on my Instagram. By the way, guys, if you don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is fitness efficient. So I post a lot of good content on there. And as of recently, I've been posting like funny reels. I like posting funny like gym memes, like funny things that are related to fitness. And so this, right. so this person has been liking my reels. Have, they have been looking at my stories, which was something that they weren't doing for when I was up this person's ass, because I'm going to be real. I got to be mean to myself a little bit. I got not be mean, but I was up his ass like mad desperate for what? Like, girl, where's your self-respect? Like, when I was up this person's ass, I didn't get no likes. I didn't get none of that. Now, right. out, of no now out of nowhere, when I take my little gym selfies, my little cute gym selfies, you want to like them? Now, what I post, when I post my stories, you want to be looking at my stories. You want to be liking my reels. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, I have this person, like, one thing that has helped me get back into social media is sometimes... If something doesn't make you feel good, like if you're looking through your feed, your Instagram feed, and you look at something and it doesn't make you feel good, like unfollow that person. Like even if the person didn't do that, nothing wrong. It's like right. if it don't make you feel good, if it don't make you feel good, unfollow. So I have follow a few accounts and I do it for my own sanity. I don't do it because I have this habit of comparing myself to others, right? And so Ooh, that's like, dangerous. Yeah, That's, that, that could get you in a dark space for sure. And absolutely. And so this person, so I'm a very jealous person. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, not jealous, but territorial, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. I don't care. I'm jealous. Like, if I, if, like, if I'm sharing my body with you, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a jealous person. And so this person used to have a lot of female friends, which is, I don't even, mm, how do you feel about that? Honestly, like, I'm going to be real with you. It's so funny you brought this up. Listen, if that's been your childhood friend where she's more like family, then it's like, all right, but all these female friends from out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I'm not with that. Mm-mm. Nah, well, cool, but. <laughs> right. No, because like how you feel like 
you with your guy, you with you with the guy, and the guy's like, yeah, you know, I just like being around a lot of female energy. I'm sorry. Usually, nah, we not with that over here. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, am I is is my female energy not enough for you? Like you like what? <laughs> Like I'm gonna be real with you. Not to, I'm not even gonna say his name, but I I used to talk to this guy before getting to know him, and he once told me, "Oh, you know, it, it's so crazy now that we're not talking in that way. Now that we're just friends." He confessed. He said to bed, "There was a female friend I had who I told you was just a female friend, but me and her actually used to, you know, do the nasty from time to time." What? Mm-mm. And I'm like, nah. Mm-mm. That means you guys were friends with benefits, so no. (laughs) And this thing with friends, I don't want to, like, deviate too far from the topic of fitness, but, like, this whole thing with friends and benefits, like, it don't benefit you, boo. It always benefits the guy. Because that's the thing. Women catch feelings. Right. I'm a monogamous person. I don't like talking to like a whole bunch of guys at once. Like that's so draining. Like I, I've done that and I'd be so drained. It's just like, oh my, like it's like 20 conversations you got to keep up with 20 versions of yourself. (laughs) It's it's like hard enough to keep up with one guy. Imagine talking about like to five, you know, and like (laughs) guys tend to be very demanding of your time too. That's another thing. Like that's another boundary. You know, this person used to, the last person that I that I was with, they would say that I was always at the gym. The person that didn't work out for 12 years, that person, they would be like, right. yeah, you're always at the gym, like, blah, 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 like, when you have time to do anything. And it's just like, okay, so clearly this is going to be a problem. And so since he thought it was a problem, he it sounded like he thought it was a problem. I had, like, I stopped going to the gym. So let me ask you this. Do you think that relationships, well, let's say toxic relationships. Right. Do you feel like if somebody is not on your level in this, you see how you would go to the gym and it would bother him. Do you think that somebody who gets in a relationship with somebody who doesn't work out, is that a problem you think? Or is that something couples can work through? Because not everybody is going to be into fitness, but do right. you think that that can be a big issue in a relationship? Or it depends. It depends. You know, like if you're not working out at all, that's a problem for me. Okay. Like if you don't do no activity, like if you're just if you're making fun of me, like oh you're always drinking your protein shakes, like, like you know, just <laughs> comments like that, you know, things like that. Oh, you you if you're healthy stuff. Like subtle comments like that, to be honest with you, I I would rather date somebody that I'm not asking you to be a fitness coach. Like I'm not asking you for all that, but I do ask you to value your health. Cause if if we're in a relationship, I don't want you to die on me. I don't want I want you to be healthy. Not only that, but this is somebody who you can potentially raise your children with. Right. Especially so if it you goes deep. Somebody you want them to be healthy. Of course, especially me. You know, I'm a mother. For those of you listening, I'm a mom. And once I started getting older, I realized, like, my kid needs me. I can't just sit here and eat DoorDash and expect myself to be okay down the line. You know, because that's something that I was doing in during my breakup as well. I was getting DoorDash 24-7, three times a day. And I found myself getting addicted to food. 
you know, guys, and love is not just the only addiction. Food can be an addiction, too. Absolutely. And I've spoken about food addictions, too, because I've struggled with multiple eating disorders for about 15 years. So uh, from when wow. I from the age of from the age of 14 to 29. I've had laxative abuse issues. Like I used to abuse laxatives. I used to take over 50 laxatives a day. I used to do that every day. I did that. I did that consistently for three, almost yeah, three years. I used to vomit my food. I used to starve myself. I used to like not eat for days. I used to, I don't know if you ever heard of the term orthorexic. Nah, what's that? Okay, so it's another form of disordered eating. So it's important to eat healthy, right? But at the same time, becoming obsessed with it is also uh, right. So somebody who's orthorexic, they are obsessed with only eating healthy all day. Like they are obsessed with it. It's, of course, it's, right? And so the guy that uh, said I was too fat to be a coach, that guy, he was. Uh, vegan, right? And he was into like he was more into the the nutrition part of health, not so much the fitness, right? For me, it's a balance. Like I find them equally important. Nutrition is obviously going to give you the transformation that you're seeking. Is going to come from really what you eat. What if you want to lose weight, if you want right. to lose weight, you you got to eat. It's called the law of thermodynamics. You got to eat less move more and that's very basic advice but for the most part in most situations is true if you want to lose weight you got to eat a little bit less and move a little bit more in most cases you know i agree i agree and so this person was or had orthorexic tendencies i'm not into green juices like that's just disgusting Okay. Right. I know there's some people that are into that. I'm not in. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. You can be healthy and not drink. You don't have to green juice every single day to be healthy. You don't have to do okay. detox. You don't have to do none of these things to, to be healthy. Making subtle changes is good, but my problem with this person was, and this is a problem that I have with vegans Vegans think that they're better than people that eat animal products, like they're superior because they, they're, we, I don't cause suffering. I'm morally superior to you. And it right. comes, really comes off that way. It really does. And it's a really big turnoff. So they were obsessed with being, eating healthy, right? But at the same time, so this is a thing. This person was obsessed with eating healthy. However, when, when we would get together, we, he would be, you know, feeding me a whole bunch of food that wasn't great. And so what do you think about that? Do you think that he, maybe it was a facade? He, he, like it was... It. he would be like, oh, you have no self-control. You have no. And it's like, you know that when I smoke weed, I like to eat food. Right. You get the munchies. <laughs> but he also knew that I wanted to lose weight. So instead of just like maybe not ordering so much food maybe not ordering so much food no and you see and and the thing i'm noticing is that i was going to say you mentioned in the beginning that he smoked weed so it's like he himself understands that 
He doesn't like for you to overeat. But on top of that, he's placing you in a situation where he knows mm-hmm. you're going to overeat. Right. Exactly. If you're going to make me feel bad, why are you doing it? You're enabling it. And that's not. And yes, it's true. I should have. I should have had more self-control. But at the same time, when you're smoking weed, you're not as conscious. Right. So you're not as conscious of you're not going to make the best decisions when you're high as opposed to when you're sober. And so it was to the point where I didn't even want to eat around him. I think I mentioned to you one time, I told you we were eating and he doesn't like people talking when they're eating. He doesn't like having conversation when he's eating. And I remember I told you one day we, he took me out to eat for my birthday he, and we're eating and I'm over here trying to make conversation. And then he goes, can you not talk? Can I just eat my food in peace? I'm just okay. That's really mean. In my opinion, I think that he was, and this is not to shame him, you know, I don't know him, but I just think that he was very, I know people say, don't throw the word out too much, but very mm. narcissistic. You know, yeah. he will place you in situations Absolutely. and then fault you for it. He had narcissistic traits. Honestly, I think he's a cult leader. Him is kind of creepy. But See, that's, that's, that's pretty scary. Yeah, that's besides the point. Um, but I found myself trying to impress him. I thought he didn't find me attractive when he, you know, saying that I was too fat to be a coach. But at the same time, he kept he kept like buying food and stuff, and and it got to the point towards the end towards the end when I stopped talking to him, it got to the point where he would be like, "You hungry?" I'd be like, "No." Even if I was hungry, I'd just be like, "No, I'm good." I had a protein shake, uh, and so I felt very uncomfortable eating around him. I felt really uncomfortable, and then at the same time, he would also he would also criticize my fitness, like my fitness level. Mind you, this person doesn't even work out. Right. So like, it's like you're, you're judging and you're not even working out yourself. I've tried to work out with him before. Like I let him guide me through a workout. Oh my God, this guy does not know how to work out. He was doing a whole bunch of stupid random shit. Uh, that made it didn't make sense. I let him do it because like, he's one of those people that don't like being corrected. He doesn't really like taking, he doesn't really like, he doesn't receive, when you give him critique, he doesn't doesn't take criticism well. Right, right. And so I was at the gym with him. He was just hopping around different machines. You know how people that don't know how to work out, they hop around different machines, do this, do that. Oh, Oh, this looks interesting. Let's try that. So he was one of those people. And he got the nerve to tell me, the nerve to tell me that I don't know how to work out or like. Not necessarily that I don't know how to work out, that I'm not as fit as I should be. See, and that's wrong. And and just to kind of piggyback off what you just said, I think that with the topic of fitness and relationships, that's also something, guys, that we got to consider. Be very careful that you're not just getting into fitness to look good for your partner. Yeah. Your partner uh, should want you. Uh, thank you. Hard. You know how many times I've seen this post this girl has said, my husband or her boyfriend told her, I will marry you when you lose X amount of weight. When he lost X amount of weight, he proposed. But guess what, guys? If that person doesn't love you, because we don't want to get it twisted here, you can be at your lowest. 
But if your person loves you, they'll be willing to walk that journey with you as you're working on yourself. Right. You know, so because that's something with me that I notice. I'm like, I'm working out. I'm feeling good. I'm doing it for me. I'm single now. I'm not doing it for nobody else. But I realized something. A lot of people, even exes, would hit me up like, yo, you're surprising me. You look good as fuck. Like, you wasn't doing this before when we were together. And that hurt me because I'm like, yo, you only want me now. What, because I I, I look fit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So. And I want to piggyback off of that because I found myself wanting to lose weight so he could be like, damn. So I could get a little compliment like, damn, you're looking good, looking great. And let me tell you something. That did nothing for me. Oh, I'm going to show. Like, I was working out out of revenge to get revenge. Like, like something that, that's supposed to be good for your health, I'm doing it out of revenge. Like, what kind of backwards oh. thing? Like, what kind of backwards shit is that? Out of revenge. Like, I'm going to show, show him. I'm going to work out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose this weight. And I'm going to get so fit. He's going to want me back. He's going to be. He's going to want me back. And it's like, if a guy don't, like, listen. If a guy didn't want you the first time, guys don't really change like that. So right, and that's why we gotta love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, guy's not gonna change. A guy's not gonna change for you. A guy's gonna change if he wants to. A guy's gonna change if he wants to. And you know, wanting to lose weight to get a little compliment from him, from someone that you're not even in a relationship with, someone that's not even your husband. Shouldn't even like you shouldn't even be like trying to impress your husband either if you're married. Like, Let's really talk about it. Yep. If I'm married, of course I want to be at. I want to look my best for myself. I want to be healthy for me and whatever children. If I if I was to have a family, like want to be healthy for them. I've trained a couple of moms, and one of the common things that that they tell me is. They don't have time to work out because they're too busy tending to their fa- to their family, and and it and it's hard. And, and that's also a way to connect. You know the title of your topic: relationship, fitness, and relationships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're too invested in not just romantic relationships, guys, because we're not gonna get it twisted. There's friendships, mm-hmm. mother and and daughter, mother and son relationships where we're too invested. That we forget about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I gotta agree with you on that one for sure. And it's like I sometimes feel that women have a lot on their plate, especially moms and moms that like if you're a mom and you have to tend to your husband as well. It's like you don't have time for yourself. And I and a pattern that I noticed with the women that I that I was training that were moms is that they prioritize the family's needs over their own. They would sacrifice their own physical health so they could appease the family. For example, this is another one. She was married and she told me, I want to eat healthy, but my husband doesn't really like that food. So I have to cook what he likes. And And he's like... So you got to cook double. You got to cook for him. Then you got to cook for you. And another thing that I've noticed with married women that I've trained, I used to work at Equinox. So uh, some of the, the women that I would train were, were uh, 
well, not at Equinox, but when I was working at Crunch specifically, they would say, my husband doesn't, like, doesn't really, it's not really supportive. And that's another thing. Like, if your spouse or your partner, whatever, is on a fitness journey, like, support them. Like, you're acting like this, like, this person is doing something wrong for wanting to invest in their health. And well, let me tell you this, Nicole. If a person has an issue with you working on you, doing something something positive for you, chances are they, they don't want to oh, grow. They see that stuff. Like once you a mom, and I noticed this a lot of a lot of moms get sh- shamed for it. When moms want to take care of themselves, they want to when they want to prioritize themselves, right? They they get shamed for it for wanting to to be better, and it's not okay. It's not okay because in my opinion, I think that, especially me being a mom, I realized that we get body shame regardless. Once oh, we have a kid, your body doesn't go back to normal right away at least. So for me, I remember my mom would body shame me. Girl, why you want to wear crop tops? Like cover up your stomach. It don't look the same as it used to before. And that would hurt me coming from my own mom. Right. And I noticed when I would work out, I don't have that relationship with my mom. So when I would work out, I noticed that instead of her congratulating me, it's kind of like it bothered her to see me working on myself. Because now I was like, I have no negative things to say to her anymore. Right. So it's like, damn, now it bothered her. And, and you know, you just got to be careful, guys. Envy is real. Fitness goes hand in hand with a lot of things. When you start working on you, your mindset gets better. You view life mm-hmm. differently. You wake up happier. And some people live miserable lives. They don't want to see you working on you. Right. That's another thing, too. Having having unsupportive family members is also another common thing that I would see. Like, family members that are just not supportive, like, making fun of them. Like, making fun of the person that was trying to lose weight or trying not lose weight. Lose weight. Just be a little bit healthier. Like, you know, making subtle changes. But the, the main thing that I would notice is that a lot of moms, their husbands were not even very supportive. I remember one time I was making some recommendations uh, for a client, some nutrition recommendations. And she was like, I have to speak with my, with my, uh, with her, her, it was her fiance at the time. She was like, I need to speak with my fiance about that. Any changes that recommended i need to speak with my fiance about that i understand the finances like this is a common thing that a lot so working at a gym the most common thing that people would say is oh i gotta speak to my husband about that about the like you know paying for for coaching and i kind of i kind of get that if you share finances you know that's one of the things when when you when you have a partner finances is a thing so i mean i personally I don't know. Maybe this is why I'm single because I'm a little bit. (laughs) The fact that I got to ask somebody if I can do something like I'm five, like I got to ask them. I got to ask them. Yeah. It's like asking um, mommy and daddy. (laughs) I get it. Like I do understand that if you want to make especially a big investment, because when I used to work at Crunch, the coaching, it wasn't cheap. Coaching was not cheap. It was expensive. And I understand an investment and you don't know if you're going to get the results that you want whatever but me personally I don't know maybe it's because I'm like (laughs) I'm single so like if I want something I'm going to want to do it and maybe it is that it's just kind of hard for me to that I have that I have to ask my husband 
about, you know, anything regarding health, any changes that I want, like that I suggest about nutrition. I got to speak with my husband. My husband doesn't like that. My husband doesn't like eating this. And so you end up cooking for you, the children and yourself. You got to cook something different for yourself because you don't eat the food that they're they're eating. And it's just like all these things come up and it's just like, if I'm getting married to you, fitness better be a top priority. If I'm signing, if if I'm legally, if I'm legal, like if you're if if I'm just dating you, okay, you know. But if it's if if we're seriously dating and we're and we're thinking about getting married, I'd rather date somebody that ha- that that prioritizes their health as much as I do and their nutrition. You know, like I just can't be eating like can't be with somebody that eats foods that I don't specifically want to eat. And then they expect me to make the change for them, but they don't want to make changes. They don't want to make any changes for me. Yeah. I got to agree with you. You know, it's because it's like, how can I care more about you than you care about yourself? That's a no, no, no. And and like I said earlier in the beginning of the episode, everything your partner does is kind of like the same, even with friendships, tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. Your husband is a reflection of you. Your mm-hmm. wife is a reflection of you, even your friends. So it's like, you gotta be careful who you're giving your energy to. Because like my friend Nicole just said, when she was hanging out with this dude who was just smoking weed all the time. Now right. she's neglecting the gym. Her, her Instagram page was just her way of, you know, promoting her business, her, her content, everything. Right. So it's it's a dangerous thing. And that's something I learned in my last relationship, too. The eating and the alcohol. Guys, I know that even sex, you know, sex can be something that can be addicting. Mm-hmm. And sex is that's a whole different topic. Look, we got to do this topic one day uh, to oh. talk about how sex can sexual be very health. dangerous. Sexual health. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah, that is definitely that's that's definitely going to be a topic. Because this is not just about fitness. It's just overall health and wellness as well. And that does include sexual health as well. That is correlated with relationships. So I mentioned this term called decentering. So I just discovered this. The term is new to me. Decentering yourself. The concept of decentering yourself from men. What that means is not making a... this this could go for this could go for guys as well, but this is specifically for women because what I notice with women is that a lot of women make the men that the man that they're with the center of their universe, the partner that they're with the center of their universe. Everything revolves around them, and that that's not, no, that's not okay. Everything like you should not be living to appease a, a, like to appease a man, and yeah, I'm sure there's guys. It goes both ways, but. I notice that guys don't make women their center of their universe. Like they got hobbies, they got they got things yep. that they do. Also, mm-hmm. they're probably talking to multiple girls, so you're not you're not even in the main storyline. So you know, this is something that I absolutely need to apply, and it's something that I've been learning to do. Don't make somebody the center of your of their universe. And so we have women that are decentering themselves from men and not making men the priority. Right. Focus, 
focusing on their career. Maybe their career. Maybe they want to advance in their career. Maybe they're trying. Maybe they want to start that business they they they've been wanting to start. But every time they want trying to start their business, they have a distraction. They they stop. They stop everything that they're doing for that once, guy. Once they meet a guy, they stop talking to their friends. They you know, they become a little bit isolated from family. And then this person becomes the center of their universe. And so we need to, we need to be center ourselves from, from men and, and, you know, take our power back more power than, I don't want to turn this into a feminist rant. I don't want to turn it into that, but I definitely do think that in general, I don't want to say, I don't want to say all in general. Right. Men don't put women in the center of their universe. They're not living to appease you, to please you. They're not doing, they're not living for that. But I find a lot of women do things like that. And And I gotta agree with you. I think a lot of women, um, and, and maybe even some men too, because there are some men that really don't have anything going for themselves. And the moment exactly. they get a girlfriend, that's their whole world. You know, but I, I agree, you know, us women, I think that even with you, Nicole, you went through a season in your life where you were putting yourself last just so that you can be around your partner. And right. that is where, guys, I think that healing comes in. You know, a lot of us have to realize that healing is layers. So you might find yourself doing things and putting yourself last out of maybe fear of abandonment, attachment issues. Oh, my God. You know? Yes. Yes. And so we got to yes. we got to wake up and say, okay, I'm picking up on this red flag. I'm realizing I'm doing this. Let me see why is it that I feel the need to put what I have going on last just to make this person the center of my world. No. And then it's like, what if it doesn't work out? Like like I've mentioned, the person that I was talking to, I just stopped working out. I just stop posting content stuff that made me happy well i wanted to spend more time with them because i i didn't want them to leave me and you know that's another thing abandonment issues is that's something that that you need to work on you can't be afraid to let somebody go somebody that's not serving you can't be afraid to let them go and sometimes for me it's a little bit it's a little bit hard to let that person go especially if we shared memories and stuff i'm gonna be um, I, i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be a little bit attached to you but you need to heal those abandonment issues because those abandonment issues it could be dangerous you could find yourself with the wrong part with the wrong part and see guys this is something that Nicole I would love to talk about next week um mm-hmm. dealing with these traumas dealing with abandonment issues and and not to start too far away from the topic but it's the truth when we have abandonment issues guys we sometimes tend to lose self respect that person uh, can show you they can tell you I don't want you and you still go after them it's like this fear of being alone and guys have this superpower where they could smell an insecure woman from a mile away. Even if yep. you're not, they just know. They can spot an insecure woman. And this is why I attract the, the, the people that, I have, that I've attracted in my life. It, it's, it goes down to just confidence. You guys can smell an insecure woman that doesn't have any confidence. 
and it's they see it, they smell it, they go after you once they see it. Easy prey, easy prey. And I don't take this into a. I'm not bashing guys. I'm not. This is just true. Listen, even vice versa too. Is a lot of women out there that prey on men, prey on men for money because. That's the generation we live in. Women are like, what can I get out of you? I've had friends that told me, oh, you dealing with this guy? Do he got money? It's like, why is that the first question we asking? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it goes hand in hand for sure. We live in a time, guys, where people are just out to see what can they get from you, men mm-hmm. and women. Mm-hmm. And that's what's scary with the online dating scene. It's so scary because... You don't know who you're going to meet online, what what intentions they have. And, like, people can fake a whole life online. Oh, yeah, of course. Listen, this, this is, you giving me ideas right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, like, even dating, the dating world. Let's let's really think about our parents and, and the times that they grew up in compared to now. I'm, oh, so they grew up in a whole other time <laughs> whole other world yo listen my dad was born in 1936 like wow yeah and my mom was born 1946 so you know online dating is 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 scary um it's a scary thing and i think as a society we kind of uh we've become more obsessed with ourselves a lot and We've become this hyper-individualistic society where we glorify ourselves a lot. And so people can can fake a whole life online. They can. You know, they definitely can. And, you know, shit, let's even talk about meeting people at the gym. Sometimes you think you're meeting the good a good person because of where you met them. Let's say you met them at the gym while they're working out. Don't oh, I'm a, that fool you. I'm not a stank at the gym. I got a stank-ass face. I'm not even approachable. At the gym, you're just like in that beast mode, huh? <laughs> like, please, don't come up to me. Don't talk to me. Like, none of that. Got your headphones in your ear. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even some place like the, the gym, you don't know who, whoever you're attracting, what their intentions are. But at least when it's in person, I know when somebody's full of shit, like, in person. I know it. I don't know. I'm just intuitive like that. Like, I know if you're an ain't shit person. But online, I don't know because you could tell me a whole bunch of different things. Like, the last person, the person that I was talking about earlier, this person that owes me a lot of money, I thought they were, uh, like, a video, a professional video editor. and mm-hmm. um, Like a gamer. This person has a media production company. Right, he has a media production company, so I'm thinking this is how he makes his living. Girl, when I met this guy, this guy didn't even have money to eat himself. Yeah, you know, it could be very deceitful. Like, we live in a time where people are very deceitful, you know, and mm-hmm. I just think that when it comes to working on ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, we have to be very careful. Who we're coming across. A lot of people are just demons walking amongst this earth. Oh, empty souls walking amongst us. And they prey on souls like us that are, you know, bright and and just ready to give out love and pour into others. Yeah, absolutely. 
Nicole, th- yep. this was a this was an amazing topic. I think that this is something we got to speak on more often, um, mm-hmm. especially our generation. We're so like we got the DoorDash, we got everything that comes so quick. Mm-hmm. We got the Uber Eats. And when I think of online dating, now that you say that, I th- I think of it like a like a catalog, like you're shopping online. You're shopping for yeah. women online. It's oh just it's God, just, yeah. it's just like it's like it just feels dehumanizing is the way it's the word that I'm looking for. Like this. Oh, I don't like this person. So I don't like that. I don't like that. It's like you're online shopping on Amazon. Like I like this, 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 this is going on my shopping cart. That's- right. This is the topic for next week. Cause this is something I want to go way deeper in for sure. Of course, absolutely. And as we come to a close, do you have, what, what closing words would you like to close with in relate in regards to this topic to fitness and relationships. Mm, okay, so one thing I want to tell you guys to close things off is be mindful. As you are on this journey of self-healing, of working on yourself, working on your your health, working on your mind, be very mindful of yourself. And what I mean by that is sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say be mindful of others and those people bringing you down. No, be mindful of yourself. Because I'll tell you this, as women and even as men, when we fall in love with something, whether that's a person or a thing, we mm-hmm. tend to forget about what we've been focusing on from the jump, our dreams, our goals. And so with fitness, I think that fitness is something that we all run to, not just to look good, but feel good. Right. But sometimes in life... You know, going hand in hand with the topic, relationships, friendships, maybe even a, a relationship with coworkers, they can sometimes be distracting. So what I want to tell you guys is don't let the distraction stir you away from the journey that you are already on. Don't let what makes you feel good temporarily distract you and get you away from, from those goals. Because what's going to happen is when you look back, you're going to wish that you stuck on your path, that you kept going. And also remember, guys, fitness is not all, it's not perfect. It can be a very messy, dark journey. You're mm-hmm. going to have moments you're not going to want to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. But have grace, give yourself grace, and keep pushing. You're only human. You heard it, guys. Until next time, stay efficient. See you guys. Bye.